Welcome to the first episode of the Creative Mornings Sheffield podcast. Creative Mornings is a breakfast lecture series for the creative community. Every month in cities all over the world, creative folk from all walks gather at some lovely venue to drink coffee, eat too much pastry and hear a talk by someone marvellous. Creative Mornings Sheffield is the, well, it's the Sheffield chapter, set up by Penny Lee in 2016. Each event is documented with gorgeous photos and a video of the morning's talk. And now we have this podcast too. I'm Ian Broom, and over the coming weeks, the show will include previous talks from the likes of Tom Tobiah, founder of Makerversity, Amy Harrison, founder of Line Cut Supply, and Tom Barnett, founder of Mamnick. But we kick off with Mark Musgrave, who leads a fantastic project called Printed by Us. They run screen printing workshops for people in Sheffield who may have been homeless or experienced other complex issues. They work with local artists to create unique artwork, then they hand screen print the artwork at the workshops, sell the prints, run more workshops. As you're about to hear, Printer by Us has a positive impact on the mental health and well-being of all of those involved. Mark spoke at Creative Morning Sheffield in March in front of a packed audience at 99 Mary Street. Those who were there on the day even got to see some screen printing in action. James Creed performed a live demonstration screen printing a gorgeous piece of artwork by Sheffield designer Rich Wells, who was there to hand them out for an out. Once the crowd had filtered away and many donuts been thoroughly snaffled, I chucked a microphone in the middle of a table and grabbed Mark for a quick interview. Rich and James joined us too, along with Terry Murphy from Just Works, who helped make Printer by Us happen. You can hear what they all had to say in the second half of this episode. But first, after some sponsor messages... Here's Mark's talk in full. This Creative Morning Sheffield talk was sponsored by La Biblioteca, a periodical shop, studio and project space on Pinson Street, and Ink and Water, who provided the delicious coffee that powered the whole shebang. Visit labiblioteca.co and inkandwater.coffee respectively. Awesome. Thanks for having me this morning. Um, got a bit of a man flu, so just a bit of a warning. I may cough up something resembles a small animal at some point, so all you keynotes on the front row, you made your bed. Um, so I want to tell you a bit about Printed by Us, how it all got started, um, where we're up to now, um, and where we want to take things, and how you can get involved. So in the beginning... Um, I've worked in the city centre for quite a few years now, and um, I'm sure anyone who's been in the city centre come across quite a lot of people who uh, are vulnerable, who are homeless, or who have experienced homelessness. Um, and yeah, so I'd come across them sort of on the way to work, on the way uh, at lunch, on the way home, and you know, I'd just stop for conversation, say hi every now and again, buy, bring an extra pack up or buy an extra lunch. Um, but it all felt a bit quite short term, quite. I always came away feeling a little bit heavy, like, oh, I want to be something more that I can give them that's a bit more long-term than, um, than just a meal. Um, and so began sort of thinking this over um, and chatted with my, um, my old colleague, Tim, um, and he, he'd been sort of noticing the same thing. And um, 
Yeah, and so we thought, how can we use um, creativity and enterprise to make a difference? So at the time, we worked for Yumi Digital, who um, work with charities and not-for-profits and do creativity and tech for social good, and so we're kind of of that mindset. Um, and so, uh, like all, all lots of great things, we went to the pub and talked about it, and uh, we had some food, and we just kind of... Um, yeah, hashed out like some of the different challenges around homelessness, and a big thing was obviously everybody's story is different. Everybody is, you know, has is in the position that they're in as a result of a combination of various challenges, whether it's sort of relationship breakdown, um, whether it's mental health challenges, um, whether it's losing a job, um, a million and one other things, um, you know, substance misuse, um, and it was. It was quite overwhelming. Like I came, I came away from it just feeling quite heavy. Just, um, just realizing that like, it's such a big thing. I was hoping to basically bottom homelessness and solve it within the meal, but it turns out it's actually a bit more complicated than that. Um, but my first thing and my way of crowbarring in taboo is uh, talk about uncomfortable things. And so there must be things that you've come across that that bother you, that uh, annoy you, that frustrate you. Um, and I guess something that I've learned is to talk about them with other people because it must be bothering other people rather than it just being this thing that you don't talk about. And it's not usual a thing you go, you kind of go to the pub and you talk about your week and whatever, but to actually get stuck into a really heavy subject is, um, yeah, it's hard work but really good. So um, at the time, me and Tim had both read um, a book by the founder of Tom's Shoes called Blake Mikowski. Um, if you've not heard of Tom's Shoes, um, they basically, for every pair of shoes they sell, it provides uh, a pair of shoes for someone in a developing country um, who would usually uh, cut their feet and would contract diseases that way. And so meeting a very simple problem, but in a very clever way because it's a full-for-profit business, um, they, um, they do very well, but it's a social good and people are buying something, they're getting something beautiful, and they're also giving back and making a difference. And so they, um, they're worth checking out if you've not heard of them, and the book is really good. And, and so we, we got thinking how we could apply that model to um, issues around homelessness and trying to make a positive difference. Yeah, and kind of this sentiment of making something beautiful that people can buy um, in order to do um, something good. Um, so my other reference is this website called Be an Unfucker. Um, and it's a really great website, Australian website. And it's talking about another issue that's quite big and can feel so overwhelming and quite paralyzing, which is climate, climate and um, climate change and sustainability. And that can feel really overwhelming. And the way they've done it is just really fun. They've made it quite provocative, but really young and youthful. It doesn't feel like being hit over the head. Um, it feels like they're trying to address it. And um, that's the website if you want to check them out. Um, but one of the simple, simple premises is change one thing. So they're saying, you know, in your weekly shop, why not buy fruit and veggies that are in season rather than things that are being flown from all over the world? And a number of other sort of very accessible things like that. So all of a sudden, it doesn't feel like such a huge issue that it's almost easy easier to ignore than try and engage with it because you don't know how to do anything relevant. Um, so they're great. And they say, we're hopeful. I really like that line. It's not kind of, um, say, beating people over the head. It's kind of saying, like, what can we do moving forward? How can we do things better? Um, so the first idea was born, which was um, 
We could design a hot drinks flask and sell a hot drinks flask, and then for every hot drinks flask we sell, it'll, um, we'll give one to um, a vulnerable person who can then get it filled up at cafes around the city, which is like, oh, that's a genius first, di- like first idea, that's really great. Um, but we thought, rather than rushing out and getting prices and manufacturing and all that, we'd just listen and understand with people who have actually... Uh, well, listen to people who are in that position, but also um, organisations and people who have worked with homeless and vulnerable people. And so I got in touch with the Archer Project, um, and they were just really open-minded, very impressed with um, Tim, the CEO. He's really up for new ideas, he's really up for kind of uh, giving control and and trying new things. Um, And Terry as well, um, who's a key worker, it's just over there. Um, and yeah, it was just really interesting just to hear their experience and also um, sort of volunteering in Revive Cafe on a Saturday morning at the Archer Project and speaking to people and basically realising that actually that wasn't the best idea, that that wouldn't make an awful lot of difference, that that isn't maybe quite right. So we're glad we kind of had that conversation. Um, the idea was sell the drinks flask and then use some of the money to provide a meal for a homeless person as well. And that's, that's another idea that we've explored. And Steam Yard, I just want to give a shout out to them because they're great. They were really up for partnering and uh, we're looking to do something at some point in the future. So be cheeky was kind of one of my points. So if you're looking to do something... Um, of social good and you want to you haven't you can't do everything within yourself that's just a fact um, try and partner with people who are really good at what they do so Steam Yard are great at making lovely sandwiches and coffee and whatever or it could be you know the artists that um, we've worked with find people who are amazing at what they do love what they do and then ask them if they're up for collaborating because the chances are if they love what they do they'd love to do what they love to do for something good if that makes any sense um, so be cheeky and ask um, Yumi. So at the time, um, worked for Yumi, and they give us um, investment time, which is a proportion of our working week, to spend on social good projects uh, of our own. So we kind of brought it in house and kind of unpacked it and explored the idea further with a number of my colleagues um, who like really helped take it to the next level, really. Um, and that's when the idea was born properly because something that was a consistent theme from listening and talking to people was the desire for people to want to be part of something not just to be given a handout not to have something just provided for them but to be part of their own solution and, um, and to learn new things and so, oh yeah, there we go um, and so within you and me, we did a lean canvas uh, and we explored the idea more and we arrived at the idea of, hey, why can't we create some great artwork, collaborate with some artists and teach people how to hand screen print those designs, then we'll sell those designs and, um, and then we'll use the money to go back into the project so we can fund more workshops so more people can take part. Um, and thus Printed Bios was born. So the idea was um, kind of conceived from that really um, so the initial challenges was the assumptions that we had that we wanted to test so um, would homeless and vulnerable people be interested in learning screen print um, would they be able to print something of um, sellable quality so you know quick enough uh, that made it viable um, would artists be interested in collaborating with us and then fourthly um, would the people of Sheffield and beyond actually want to buy the prints and want to support what we do um, and we've found that um, we've tested those assumptions and um, other than the last one people are really up for it and it, it really is working and so um, we began the process by um, I went in and did some co-creation workshops within <coughs> Cathedral Archer Project so we basically said this is a new pilot project this is what we're doing 
come along and I sort of did a few present uh, like a presentation just so it'd be great to get you involved and so we had a, a few groups of people um, come along and get involved in the brand workshop and card sorting workshop and um, and it was really fun it was really great I was really amazed about um, I, the ideas that came out of it that has really shaped and formed what Printed by Us is I didn't want it to just be this thing right we're doing this new project I really wanted people to feel part of it from its conception which has worked so this guy that's James. Uh, back when he had hair, we, uh, we shaved him just the other week to help with the streamline the screen printing, uh, which has improved his efficiency no end. Um, and the other partner was Sheffield Print Club. Um, sorry. Um, who were just across the way, just around the corner. And um, they were, they've just been so... Um, supportive in what they're doing so um, in terms of the screen print intuition it's Sheffield Print Club who gives that and they run um, uh, lessons where you can go along and learn how to screen print uh, and I learned last summer uh, and I'd really recommend getting in touch with them if you're interested in doing something creative so they've been amazing in, in running um, the tutoring and, and so this is the, this was the first workshop so in, in October we launched the first printing workshop and this is the legend that is David Gassi um, teaching showing James the ropes um, I'm just going to flick through a few others. So what has been amazing is was actually quite surreal. So the idea was a good sort of year or so in the brewing. Um, and then to actually be there and see it come together and see people really working together um, and enjoying the printing, seeing like the artwork coming out really beautiful um, was really surreal. Um, this is our latest design by um, Tom Newell. Um, so it's, it's working in terms of the enjoyment that people are getting out of it um, and just yeah, there's kind of this reluctance when it comes to anything creative and artistic, like people don't class themselves as, as being arty but to actually turn up and do something new having the courage to turn up and do something new in a new environment with new people takes a lot of courage um, especially from people who've had challenging circumstances and um, it's been amazing to see them like, genuinely smiling and, and loving uh, you know, doing the printing and seeing something that's really beautiful and then people are around the world kind of ordering it and then posting it out doing the full processes um, yeah so it, it's working um, which is amazing um, so what next um, so we've created our first eight or ten prints which is brilliant and they're they're good they're going well and we're looking to work with some more artists in Sheffield um, and further afield um, and produce some more um, artwork but also we're looking to expand into doing mugs uh, and t-shirts and, and other uh, other ideas that um, that will just expand the collection and just enable us more people to be involved uh, from Archer Project who are, who are at different stages in their journey It'll be able to involve uh, more people. So how can you get involved? Um, as I mentioned, like our, our biggest challenge is actually spreading the word about the project, is actually people finding out. Because when people come across the prints in um, a couple of shops that we've got them in, like they are selling well. And when people come across the project, it's, uh, feedback is very positive. Um, and so the challenge is really just getting word out. So if you know any bloggers or you are a blogger um, or you know a site that you think would be interested in what we're doing, then I'd really love your, any recommendations that, um, that you have for me um, in terms of helping to spread the word. Um, we're also um, going to be doing a ideation or barking group for want of a less wanky term um, at uh, Income Water at some point we haven't got a date just yet but we really want to explore we really 
Printer BIOS is just six months from being born, and, and we've learned a lot through it. But we think there's a lot of potential for engaging people using creativity and enterprise um, you know, at different stages on their journey uh, to recovery. Um, and so we yeah, just really want to kind of throw open the doors and say we'd really love to hear ideas. Um, so if you're interested, uh, I've got a sheet ready to just put your email address and name and what evenings you're usually free, uh, and I'll get in touch. Uh, so we're really keen for this to be just the start of the conversation, not we've solved homelessness, because we haven't. Um, what can you do? Um, <laughs> this was just a scribble I did, and I thought it was quite amusing, so I thought I'd share it. Um, even just simple things like taking the change one thing um, kind of premise from the Be an Unfucker website, um, like bring an extra pack up once a month or buy a meal every now and again, like say hello to people because it, it can, it, it sounds daft, but that actually really does make a difference. It, it, I do think a big, a big thing is that it, it is a taboo. We, it feels awkward. We don't know what to do. It feels a bit powerless. It feels a bit pointless. Like, oh, well, if I can't help the circumstance, there's no point in doing anything. But actually, um, that does make a difference, giving someone worth, giving someone validity um, by being nice and by getting involved, by buying prints, lots of prints. Um, we've got a card machine, so... Um, <laughs> And finally, hope trumps despair. So I think that's a point for both um, people who are in a challenging circumstance. Um, and I've, I've seen people who have been involved in the project be really encouraged and really find hope in it um, and purpose and um, involvement by being in the weekly meetings and by seeing that their opinion matters and that they can create something beautiful. And so, um, yeah, it's been really great seeing that. But also, it's given... I think it gives um, it's given me hope and it's given me an encouraging thing to focus my energy and time on in terms of wanting to make a positive difference so um, I'd love for you to partner, partner with me in that um, so we're printing these little A5 um, designs that were designed by the wonderful Rich Wells who is around there helping out our hero um, he's amazing he also did our strong and northern design uh, with Henderson's which is great oh here he is Beautiful. Yeah, so we've got these, which we are giving out. Um, oh, and they've been embossed as well. Look at that. So we're going to sign them. Look at that. Wowzers. Um, so you can take home your one today or give a donation of £100. Um, wanted to finally give a shout out to Unlimited. So these guys um, fund social purpose projects around the country and they're basically throwing money at you. So uh, I, you can go up to £5,000. Uh, erroneously, I only applied for 4000 and got that. should have applied for the full whack. But they're very supportive. And so if you've got any kind of social purpose project, then they're worth uh, contacting because it's easy money. Uh, lastly, I want to completely abuse my position and shamelessly flaunt my own freelance design. <laughs> Capabilities. So um, I run printed by us a day a week. Uh, um, or I should say more accurately, I help to, yeah, help printed by us happen. Um, but the rest of the week, I do freelance design stuff. So if you need any branding or other design needs, then do get in touch. Um, that is it. Thank you. So that was Mark Musgrave talking about printed by us. Shortly after, I sat down with him, designer Rich Wells, Terry Murphy from Just Works, and James Creed, one of the people who has benefited from the project. I started by asking Mark for tips on how to turn an idea into a living, breathing thing. Um, I think it's 
just kind of it's taken is literally uh, taking the next step as uh, Rich's print uh, says it's kind of breaking what can feel like an overwhelmingly big um, thing into like the next parts what do I need to understand next what do I um, what do I actually need to work out is viable or doable so it's, it is a research phase really kind of um, whether it's a people group you're helping that you need to listen and understand um, what you're doing or whether it's speaking to makers suppliers manufacturers and, and getting understanding the numbers and I guess it's just kind of getting your head around the full picture and having conversations as well with um, people because um, I imagine a lot of projects they re require collaboration whether it's with creatives or with other existing businesses so I think it's having the conversations with people who are good at what they do uh, and seeing if there's, if there's interest in that so finding um, bringing, getting other people on board and finding good people and bringing them, bringing them together I think is a, is a really big thing and getting talking about it, hashing it out with other people so that the idea is kind of refined and spoken into, so it's not just in your head, um, and it's not you, you just trying to fight it, you're kind of processing it. How did you find those people? Uh, the question, I was quite lucky enough in that I had, um, you know, I worked uh, at UMI, so I had a lot of creative people around me, uh, but also um, a number of just my friends who um, don't necessarily do anything creative, but just have an interest in, um, yeah, in projects and, and in business, and so it was just friends that I spoke to, really. Um, I think coming to things like Creative Mornings is a good place to meet sort of people who are into open to ideas and doing new things. And so if you don't, if you haven't got any close friends that really fit that bill, then um, yeah, talking to get some new come, friends, get some new friends, <laughs> <laughs> or coming, uh, yeah, stalk or, some people. Stalk, you could stalk people. That's another good suggestion from Rich. I was trying to be genuine, but uh, don't worry. Just saying what I see, Mark. <laughs> Yeah. You can edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, yeah, I did, did stalk you for a number of months. Uh, Terry, you've, um, you, you obviously are working with Mark. How do you, how do you uh, decide whether a creative idea or a project is worth supporting and getting involved with? Well, um, when Mark came to the Arch Project with the idea, you know, he'd obviously researched it very well. He had a lot of passion about it, and I think. Um, I was talking to Rich um, earlier, I think a, a lot of these things, it's about timing as well. Um, and it just so happened that when Mark came to the Archer Project is when we were launching a new, a new initiative, Just Works, um, helping people who have achieved some sort of stability back into employment. So there was a lot of synergy with what we were doing and what Mark was looking to do. And I think that um, has helped it kind of give it, propel it forward. Um, at a, a really quick rate that we're really happy with the progress we've made in six months and we've got lots of ideas in the pipeline to make significant leaps in the coming months as well. And I'm not sure who to ask for this but how do you screen print? What's the process of screen printing? Don't ask me. <laughs> uh, well yeah, it's, um, I don't fully understand like every single bit of it. Does that, um, does that matter? Right now. Um, not right now. It doesn't. Certainly on the um, certainly on the uh, exposing of the screens, uh, which is the initial part. That's the uh, bit that I need. Uh, Maybe I'll jump in on that, and then James can take over when yeah. the screen's ready. So, okay. um, once you've got um, your artwork, it, I, I just love screen printing that it's just such an analog process. Once you've got the artwork and you've literally printed it out from a normal inkjet, pr inkjet printer, um, you put cooking oil over it to make it translucent, and it makes the blacks. Um, 
really black um, so that it blocks out light. Um, you've then got a, like a fine mesh screen um, that you coat in this special, quite expensive I'm told, photosensitive emulsion and when that's exposed to light it hardens um, and so basically you put the design on top of the photosensitive emulsion, expose it to light and where the, where the design is blocking the screen um, it's, that stays runny, it doesn't go hard, the rest of the screen goes hard you then spray down the screen with water and the bit that kind of falls out of the screen is, um, is the shape of the design um, and then you're ready for printing. So, so you're left with a screen that you can push ink through um, um, that is in the shape of the design. So Mark's told me that on a number of occasions and I just, I just switched off again there because it just seems so complicated but again I think one of the important things in this process is working with people if you don't know how to do something, it's finding people who do know how to do something. And that's where kind of involving the Sheffield Print Club you know, came in, because it's like you bring, bring on board people who know what they're doing, teach us, and then as we develop, you know, we, we start to know better what we're doing and lead with it. Yeah, yeah they make it very accessible as well. Right. Print club, uh, really accessible. I mean, like I say, I mean, I thought it was going to be a really, really complicated process. Did you, did you think that, and was that off-putting at first? Um, it was a little bit off-putting for me, because uh, I didn't consider myself to be, you know, your practical, hands-on. I'd never done anything like that before, so I seen the screen beds and I seen, seen all this equipment, and I initially thought, there's no chance. Panic. Yeah, yeah, there was, there was a lot of panic. There was, um, and like I say, you know, they teach it in such an open way that you can understand. Um, even for someone with no experience at all, within a few hours you're creating a high quality print. Can you tell us a bit more about the impact it's had on you and, um, and kind of how it's changed your life or the way you think or anything? Along oh yes, yeah, it's, um, it's had a massive impact. Um, I think for one of the, I think one of the major things for me is along with getting to know people and being around new people and learning to work with new people is the perseverance involved in it. You know, because I lived in, um, you know, I was homeless for a long time and very much in the mindset that when you hit the first problem, you give up. You know, and through this process, it's a case of troubleshooting, it's a case of changing things, you know, and you get that perseverance to see to see it through to the end. That, that sounds quite a lot like the, create, the creative process. Rich, you're one of the artists that have, uh, that's co that have contributed a um, design. Can you tell us more about, well, does that, does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's taken me quite a, a while to realise that um, when you're creating things, you're doing something new that you, you probably haven't done before. And, that that's a struggle and that when I first started out uh, as a designer I thought oh, I'd just get over this and it would just become easy but um, I realised that that's actually a, a key part of uh, yeah, what makes it so rewarding and enjoyable to design and to, to do creative things or to just learn new skills like screen printing it's, it's, it's not easy <laughs> that, that's what makes it rewarding and, and really um, you, you kind of see it as well with, I suppose like vinyl records is a, a huge, a, like really popular craft beers, things that take long, a long time to do, like in our sort of fast culture where 
you can just print something on an inkjet printer really quickly, but we just have this kind of connection with stuff that takes like effort and skills for learning, perseverance, and um, so it's great seeing James screen print stuff today because I haven't actually seen it in the flesh, and that was really yeah just probably stuff now James that you do that's like second nature the way you like tap things and drag things across and yeah. like I, I naively thought when I when I was going to come today it would just be like oh we'll just bosh out 40 prints yeah. um, <laughs> I'll sign them we'll do it in five minutes and then we'll enjoy our morning <laughs> actually it's been really hard work and that, that but that's that's really great to see and like if it was easy it wouldn't I don't think this would exist. This yeah. whole principle—that's value yeah. to the final product. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's a satisfying thing, and the, actually the the quality of the end product as well. Because I, I did the design on a screen, a computer screen, and printed it out on a printer, and it's quite dull. And like, uh, even when you project it, like you showed it, Mark, it's it's not got that vibrancy. But when you use the really bright coloured inks. That almost sit off the paper a bit, and yeah. and yet yeah, that actually the imperfections of of the medium as well. So like, but it's interesting. We had forty or so prints out, and the ones that we thought are oh, that they could do with doing again, they were the ones that went first. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of fitting with the the design that I did to just take the next step. Um, but actually, it doesn't. The next step doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to do something, and um, it's not that this next step isn't going to solve all your problems, or like printed by us isn't going to like like solve all of James's problems. But it's the next step, and it's yeah. like, it, yeah. it's totally. uh, it, you then can take another step after that. And it's progress. Yeah, yeah. progress, movement. Like and, yeah. It's, it's really interesting because the way you're talking there about the printing process that really fits in with what has just works we're trying to do like building the resilience you know get people understanding that it's not going to be a smooth road forwards going to be some hiccups and it, it just it just fits really perfectly one of the things that really comes across both in you know in your talk and just listening to you now is the idea of collaboration but i think also so many uh, creative projects start out uh, uh, digitally these days and end digitally, you know, it's, it's such a big part of our lives. This is all very handmade, everything is uh, quite tangible, you can kind of feel it. And I don't know, Mark, do you think that that has um, a bigger impact? Do you think that that is, do you think it's easier for everyone involved to kind of get to the end of the process and sort of say, look, there it is, look what we made? Yeah, definitely. I think that's it. Like, um, <clears throat> just to see... Uh, so Robbie is another chap who um, has just taken part in the workshops and after this first workshop the other week with a new um, a Tom Newell design um, and yeah just to see just to see the enjoyment that he got from making this print that's just so beautiful <laughs> and it just looks so nice and to have something there yeah that you can physically touch you can see you've pulled the ink that wouldn't exist without you doing that physically and a number of things could have gone wrong but they haven't you've kind of created that so to have something tangible like you say when everything's just on a screen so easily changeable like the imperfections that you get in the print are it's character and you can't replicate that there's something quite special about that they were just printed they weren't churned out they were each printed individually by hand and um, yeah like like Rich says there's, I think there's a that is an attraction of um, of artwork like that because it's not just knocked out it's quite skill and time and um, 
yeah, it's, it feels a lot more personal. Yeah. And um, James, finally, presumably you've gained a lot of skills, skills that I'd quite like actually. It looks like quite good for screen printing. Have you got any, you know, where do you plan to go with the, the actual screen printing? Is it something you can see yourself? Well, I'm very much waiting to see where it goes. Um, you know, I've got a, um, I've got a few other things um, going on in my life. I'm trying to, um, I'm working towards um, training up to be able to train guide dogs for the blind or other support dogs. Um, but certainly with the screen printing, it's something that I would like to continue. Um, you know, and we'll see how printed BIOS develops. You know, because it's teaching me a lot of. Um, lo not just the actual um, the skills of the printing. There's everything else that comes comes with it. Um, you know, it's it's meeting the artists. It's um, it's liaising with people who you know we want to stock the prints. Um, you know, it's processing them. It's advertising. You know, and these are all these are all transferable skills that I'm building on. That's it. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Creative Morning Sheffield podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whichever app takes your fancy. And you can find out more by visiting creativemornings.com slash cities slash SHD or following us on Twitter at CM underscore Sheffield. Creative Mornings is supported globally by MailChimp, Shutterstock and Wix. If you want to listen to the Creative Mornings Global Podcast, and you should because it's excellent, head to creativemornings.com slash podcast.